This is Can't Can't Afford Afford Therapy. Therapy. I'm Colby. And I'm Kendall. You know, I'm genuinely so excited. I'm very excited to start this podcast and to start our own therapy sessions together. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're already my therapist. I don't know if that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) This is really just a easy transition. You know, Kendall and I, we are best friends. Besties. Do you want to tell the audience how we met? Yeah. I started working in broadcast media, which she was already working at. And one day we just bonded over a slow day pinata party, party of two. And that really bonded us. You know, we had a really great time before a three-day weekend. And from there, I feel like the rest is history. You know, I think it was just meant to be. I think it was too. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I can't see how it's not. So... (laughs) It has to be. So you started working in like August last year. Mm -hmm. And we were fast friends. Fast friends. Like by September. (laughs) By September, we were very close, actually, now Mm -hmm. that I think about it. But I think like, yes, the true moment of bonding was the pinata um, incident. Was it be an incident? I think it's a pinata party. I really think I like the way you phrased it. Oh, it was definitely a party. It was not an incident. But then I also feel like we started to bond over pop culture. It was that mix. But then when we moved offices too, and it was like, I couldn't just go home for lunch, solidified it because it was like, now I have a lunch buddy and now you're stuck with me. And then we became like office mates essentially too, because we're right next to each other. I think we really liven up the new station. Oh, duh. (laughs) Oh, duh. Yeah, so we met at work, fast friends, just instant connection. What we really want to do with this podcast is really merge the two ideas of Gen Z and Millennial. So um, like I'm Gen Z. I am 24 years old. I'm the very beginning of Gen Z. <laughs> and do you want to say how old you are? You don't have to. I'm 28 and I'm going to hold on to that. So I'm definitely a millennial. We're similar in age. Like we're not like that far apart. Yeah. I think because you have an older brother, you lean more millennial. And I have a younger brother. So I lean more Gen Z. Yes. So. But we have that good middle where it's like we both understand mm-hmm. our inside jokes or like our nostalgia past Mm -hmm. but then it's we also teach each other things which I think is the most fun so it's like the best of both worlds I love just talking to you about everything and anything you know these are the topics that we would already be discussing with one another we're literally like pausing conversations at work because we're like no save it we're gonna start a podcast so save it for the pod Mm -hmm. we go really in depth with these subjects and it really does feel like therapy you know of course we know that this is not a real replacement for therapy Mm -hmm. your licensed therapist is not your friend you should always have a real therapist that you're going to we want you to feel not so alone a safe place where you're able to talk about things with your friends you're not living these big life events by yourself like everyone is going through it i really felt like i didn't have a safe space before you that's so sad (laughs) but i love like i didn't have someone i could talk to these issues with as like a friend level at the moment i don't have a therapist so i really didn't have someone to just talk about my life with it's so nice now to have you and have you just sit here and listen to me (laughs) (laughs) sit here and listen no I feel the same way because it's Mm -hmm. like, one, I think moving to a new town, right? You kind of, and we'll get into the friendship breakups and whatnot, but sometimes I think we as people just kind of like hold things to ourselves and think that we can just figure it out and continue. It's like Mm -hmm. our problem, I'll fix it. But it's nice to also be able to have that confidence in a friend where you know that you can just talk to them and they can give you advice or not even advice, just like a soundboard to kind of like bounce your ideas off of. 
or to just vent and know that you're not going to be judged. The no judgment, I think, is what's great about you and I is just I never feel judged by you. I hope you never feel judged by me. No, I don't. Correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like like I said, it truly is a safe space Mm -hmm. where we can talk and we want to be able to give that safe space to other people. If you just need a friend time and like you just need to get away and um, kind of pop into a different group or to just kind of clear your mind. And I'm just thinking about like myself before I met you, I would have loved to listen to a podcast like this where I feel like I could go and connect with people who are going through the same issues that every early 20 something year old is going through. And I just felt so alone and I just want to be that person for someone else. I agree. And plus, I always like to just listen into a podcast where like it doesn't feel like I'm listening to a specific topic, but I'm a part of that. Like I can relate to them. It feels like you're part of the conversation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm in the group. I'm surrounded by support, love, same thoughts. It feels very validating as someone who feels alone going through something and be able to listen to two people in a safe space discuss what you're going through and be like, hey, we're all feeling this way. Like, yeah, I feel bad. Like, I feel depressed. I feel, you know, upset. And I don't know why. And I don't know how to vocalize it. And we want to be able to give you the words that you might not otherwise have. Yeah. And vice versa. Like we want to be included in the happy times and to share the happy moments. And honestly, that truly is therapy. It is. You talk about anything and everything. Anything goes in therapy. Anything goes in therapy. So yeah, do you want to talk about your experience with therapy? So I don't have much experience with therapy. I did see a therapist one time and well, not one time, but I, I went to her for maybe a couple months. And I also think that that was hard. I think I had a different thought about what therapy was. And I felt like every time I was there, I was just crying. I think because I was so like nervous and anxious because I didn't know this person. And I think I was also holding on to things where like, I didn't want her to judge me, even though I knew she was a therapist, but I would do what she was asking and I would apply it to my life. And I'd be like, oh my God, that helped. I'm done. I'm fixed. And that was not the case. So you would say like maybe for you, therapy was gathering tools to put into your toolbox to use at a later date. Definitely. That's actually a much better thought. It definitely gave me the tools to um, help in other aspects, but I do wish that I kept that going because I think I went for one instance and then I would get scared that she was going to unlock other instances. So I was like, I'm fixed. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And then we moved. When you say you moved, you mean you and Dom? Yeah. Dom, my fiance and I, we moved from Central Valley to Monterey. And yeah, like sometimes I do wish maybe I kept that going because throughout COVID, you know, I developed more anxiety and I'm sure I already had that. It just was like full force, but definitely the tools and finding what works for me, what doesn't work for me. And also just like how to be kind to yourself was something that really helped when I went to therapy. Yeah. Being kind to yourself. We can do a whole episode on being kind to yourself. Oh yeah. But for me, is it my turn? Yeah. For me, I started therapy in 2012. So you can do the math. I'm 24 now. <laughs> I think I was like 15. I Yeah, it was court ordered. <laughs> was it really? No, it wasn't. It was doctor ordered. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, close enough. I was severely depressed in 2011 and 2012-ish. But because of that experience... 
It was doctor mandated <laughs> to get a therapist. Mm-hmm. I started therapy in 2012 and I went twice a week. I was going a lot. I really needed therapy. I, you know, I was going through a really tough time. You know, I feel like everything kind of came to light at that age. Mm-hmm. And I just felt the most alone I'd ever felt. Keep in mind, this is peak Tumblr too. And like, I was addicted to Tumblr. Like I was such a Tumblr hoe. And Tumblr like romanticized being depressed so much that it really fed into my depression. And I feel like euphoria is actually a little dangerous in that aspect because it kind of like is doing the same thing with drug addiction that Tumblr did with depression. Mm, That's that's a good point. That's something we can talk about later. I've never seen Euphoria, though. I mean, I'd have to watch. But I also think that that's a good point because Tumblr for millennials was a little different. Yeah, I guess when they call like, oh, are you emo? That kind of stuff. It, those people were on Tumblr. That started to get popular after the fact. In my year, everyone was on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Everyone. So, um, yeah, I've been in therapy for a long time. So I was doing it twice a week for, I think, like six months. Then we reduced it down to once a week and... Then slowly, you know, life just starts to change. And I I was seeing her, I think, two years for like once a week. It's really good. Consistencies. We love Diana. Uh, Who? (laughs) Diana. Oh, was that her name? (laughs) It was her name. You go, Diana. And so um, then she left like that group or something i don't remember i honestly don't know how it works but um she was no longer in my network so then i didn't have a therapist for a while and then i got one through grief counseling with kinsley um my sister Mm -hmm. that's a story for another time as well it was um stanford health mandated (laughs) again I was, um, I think, 17 when Kinsley got really sick at Stanford and they were like, siblings must go through this program. You know, I had a therapist through that. And I I remember Asher, my brother, he came with me Mm -hmm. and I was more consistent with it because I just he wasn't he had never done therapy and he was never he never was able to be fully open. Well, since I had been doing therapy since I was 15, I was like, so anyway, here's what happened. (laughs) And like, I was just like, you know, I'm always willing to go there, always willing to be open, always willing to talk about it. Oh, yeah. But so we stopped talking in December 2021. Yeah. So my story was so much longer so, than yours. So to <laughs> to say, I don't have much therapy experience. Therapy. But thank you, though. Like, honestly, though, thank you for sharing your experience. Literally 10 years. I've literally been in therapy for 10 years. So we have this in the bag. Yeah. And it, I mean, like, I'm such an open book in general. Like, it's just as a person, like, if I'm dating someone new and they ask me any question, I'm going to answer it just because I'm like, yeah, you are very open and honest. I'm a little more calculated, but yeah, you are but not in a bad way. No, no, yeah. you're just like reserved. Like, you're going to like, you're going to wait until you fully trust someone to like, for sure, be like really open about something. For sure. Well, for me, I'm just like, I'll tell you anything you want to know. (laughs) So all that to be said, we know this is not a supplement for real therapy. And we're just two best friends who currently cannot afford therapy, who need to talk it out. And here we are. And we're just excited. I am genuinely so excited to start this podcast. So am I. I think it's going to be fun. We're going to be able to talk about whatever is on our mind, whatever pressing issues we have. And even if we don't, anything goes in therapy. So this is just a safe place for all. Oh, you know what I wanted to mention? I was thinking about this this morning when I was taking my dog for a walk that 
you know, we both wanted to individually start podcasts with other people. Like, tell me if I'm wrong here, but I think you and I were both like spearheading those podcasts and those fell through. So now us coming together to make our podcast, everything I feel like really fell into place. Yeah. And I think that's also why we work very well together is Colby is a go-getter. She will make anything happen. Um, Plus she has great ideas. And then on my side, I of course have great ideas as well. But I kind of lack confidence as well as like the follow through. So I feel like together um, we hold each other accountable. Plus, we also check in with each other. Like because, yes, I definitely do follow through. Like I'm definitely a go getter. But if I didn't feel supported, I wouldn't be so like on it, you know? Very true. Very true. And I feel supported by you. Like I know if I'm like, hey, I am so stressed out with X, Y and Z. Can you help with this, that and the other, you know? Mm -hmm. It's really meant to be. So we hope that you come to our therapy sessions with us. We just really want you guys to feel like included. So this was really great starting off, jumping in. Um, I love talking to you, Kendall, and I'm excited to keep going. Also, you can email us and that'll be linked on the Instagram link tree. Can't afford therapy official on Instagram. Follow us there. Reach out to us. We would love to hear from you guys. And we're just so excited to keep going. Again, we launch a new episode every Tuesday. All right. Love ya. Love ya. (laughs) Bye. Bye.